Hardware and Garden Stores. Why don't you take that from the top? I just did. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 965. When I am troubled by things I just don't understand. How's that for a show theme? Yeah. I'm troubled by things I don't understand. November 15th, 2022. We reached a high of 69 degrees on this day back in 1953. And it was one degree on uh, three occasions, 1911, 1932, and 1940. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. I got a note from Joe Rothbauer down in Texas. Hi, he Joe. Is, he is the father of a very precocious GL listener. The kid was precocious uh, at the age of six listening to GL. He's now nine. And uh, Joe notes, hail the flashlight king. Hail you. Not bad. On today's show, yesterday, you were talking about the climate investment that the president promised, including many efforts in Africa. You made the statement, they don't even poop indoors in Africa. <laughs> it made me chuckle, but I didn't even see the nine-year-old react. He was visiting me at work, so we were listening to the live stream. Would that mean he's a town council member? Yes. Mm-hmm. Get to listen to the show live, huh? Y- yes. I was working, and he was building a model rocket, so I figured he was too deep in thought to hear it. When his mom came to pick him up, she asked if he needed to use the restroom before they left. His response was, they don't poop indoors in Africa. She later texted me that it is now his catchphrase. Nice. Can you clean your room? Do they poop indoors in Africa? (laughs) Can you share that snack with your brother? Well, as soon as they poop indoors in Africa. (laughs) Can you stop doing that? Can they poop indoors in Africa? I think it's funny, but his mom isn't happy. I told him he could use it today, and then he had to stop. He said, I'll stop when they poop indoors in Africa. Keep pushing back. Joe and the nine-year-old in Texas. Oh, that kid is brilliant. You know, as a father of a couple of boys around that same age, uh, moms just don't get good Poop humor. No, right. they don't. They really don't. Potty talk is naughty talk, but right. it's fun. <laughs> David David has a wonderful uh, question. We've never really addressed it. So let's say we get to 1.5 degrees centigrade uh, back to a pre-industrial level. Okay. Then what? Oh, right. Well, then we can what? go back to our evil ways. <laughs> then right? what? Then what? And then finally, it's going to go up again some other time. Our friend Steve Conrad. You know Steve. I love Steve. He gave me a sure. note. And I bet we don't get to see this game. Do you know what the weather prediction is for Buffalo on Sunday when Buffalo apparently hosts the Cleveland? Are they still the Cleveland Browns? Yes, sir. Uh, mm-hmm. Buffalo, uh, Cleveland at Buffalo on Sunday. Massive snowstorm predicted, uh, including uh, maybe more than a couple of feet of, of snow. <laughs> but I bet we don't get that game in this part Ooh. of the country. Cleveland at Buffalo would be an exclusively almost. Well, actually, we might because the Vikings are the late game today. Well, well can I ask you something? Sunday. May I tell you? May I ask you something? May I tell you asking. Can they flex a game for weather? Well, <laughs> they would have had to 
do it two weeks ago. Well, don't you think, though, that that would be an automatic ratings bonanza to watch a game For being sure. played in a blizzard? That's why when the Packers always lose the NFC Championship game, they always make that the late <laughs> game on so, Sunday because they want weather. They well, want they, the elements. Plus, they want people to really be suffering. Right. Right. I'll well, look. I'll see if... In, uh, in any event, mm-hmm. apparently a horrendous storm uh, forecast for Buffalo this Sunday. Buffalo still licking its wounds from that tremendous game against the Vikings. Jason Gay in his column in the Wall Street Journal today had a great line. That game was like taking your dog for a walk and your dog decided to steal a car. (laughs) (laughs) That makes perfect sense. That's how topsy-turvy it was and how unpredictable and confusing and wonderful. And See, you're walking your dog in the... Dog just decides did to steal the car. Did that post their Sunday, schedule? Snow. The snow could be heavy at times. High near 31, 80% chance Sunday night. Uh, again, snow continues heavy at times. Low around 22. Why so. don't they flex that to the Sunday night game? They already flexed yeah. a different game. Oh, for all oh, poop. I really <laughs> wish they, they would have. Janice Borman has always run the Twin oh, City yeah. Marathon. She's the smoking marathon runner. Mm-hmm. We have not heard from her this year. We, For all we know, she's still on the course. Come on, that was how long ago? She's, that's impossible. But I was reading this morning, early this morning, about uh, a guy who ran the marathon in 3.5 hours. This is in the New York Post. Uh, he's, uh, he's Chinese. Hmm. Uh, he's 50 years old. He's known as Uncle Chen. And he marathon smokes his way through the marathon. Come on! Yeah, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> he, the Chinese Janice Borman? He ran the Zing Zang Jing marathon in Jianid, running the entire 26.2 while either smoking or lighting up the next heater. Smoking might seem like it would be at odds with the long distance running. However, the tobacco loving grandfather reportedly managed to complete the event in three hours and 28 minutes and 48 seconds, which is a good marathon time, according to the Marathon Handbook. According, uh, 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 as a result, Uncle Chen placed 547th out of around 1,500 runners as seen in a certified video posted on Weibo. Here's Here's a picture of him here. He's oh, lighting yeah, up as he runs. Uh, but among smokers, I bet he finished first, huh? Oh, I bet you're right. <laughs> In the <Yeah>. smoking <laughs> division. And, <laughs> how many lung darts was he able to kill? That's what that I want to know, too. I don't give a damn what his time was. I want to know how many Could darts he, he put kill down. Kill a half a pack? Or? Needless to say, social media fans were impressed that he managed to finish the race while smoking and without running out of cigarettes. However, others accuse him of har- harming other competitors with secondhand smoke. Of course. He also completed the 29 GMN marathon in three hours and 32 minutes, proving that not only is smoking not hindering his performance, it may actually be improving it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. ha- having been married to a marathon runner, there is no more precious crowd than the running community. Mm. So I, that doesn't shock me that people were complaining about it. In <laughs> fact... One of the times that my wife ran uh, Grandma's Marathon up in Duluth, there was a guy that lit one up as he crossed the finish line. Well, as a bit. As a bit, and the crowd went nuts. Yeah. It was it was fantastic. <laughs> Cheering Do you get for him, the, you mean? What's that? Cheering for him? Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Does he get the foghorn for using the phrase running community? Oh, I'm sorry. Ooh. I guess I do need a that, foghorn that's myself. That's foghornable. Mm. But I told you uh, moments you. ago, 
that I have a number of things that, that I don't understand. And that was going to be the theme of the show. I will gladly tell you that I don't understand that, although in my day I covered a lot of really great hockey players who couldn't wait for intermission to have a heater. Hmm. Mike Bossy was a tremendous hockey player for the Islanders. and uh, Isn't there the famous photo of Len Dawson at halftime oh, of the yeah. Super Bowl? Yeah. Yep. Tim Young of the uh, North Stars smoked. I mean, many, many players smoked. Didn't he also have a fresca? A fresca yep. and a cigarette? Fresca and a heater. Yeah. Who, Dawson? And yeah, Lenny yeah. Dawson. I used to uh, ride bicycle and smoke, and that really, really <laughs> drives them crazy. That really makes them Did he? Let me ask you something. Did he just say ride bicycle? Yes. <laughs> he left out an article, didn't he? He did. Yes. You what, mean you rode I, a bicycle? What was I supposed to ride? A I was bicycle. Ri- I, I ride bicycle. Ride bike. Yeah. <laughs> How is everybody? Rook, you're back from the Dominican Republic. I am. Yeah. What a nice, charming country. Did, did some you... missionary work down there, did you? Uh, <laughs> Built a church? <laughs> sort of. <laughs> Fixed a roof on a hospital. Kenny Kenny didn't even get his own bit. Kenny didn't even get his own bit. Well, he's married. Yes. Missionary work. Yeah, you know, you got to get her done. Kenny. For the children. Kenny's the dirtiest person in the world. He's like Dirty Ernie, and he didn't even get it. Oh, my God. Yeah. It gets tiresome after a while. Okay, he's dirty, Ernie, oh and he didn't even get it. You know what I can't wait for? Your kids to hear this episode. I played right? a joke yeah, on myself. Yeah. Oh my God. I know one kid's a member of the town to council. Laugh. I don't know about I've the outwitted others. myself. Well, what a great segue into me reminding all of you that the town council members only meeting is going to take place in Tattersall. Did you do some missionary? Oh, my God. Wednesday, November 30th, the Garage Logic Town Council will hold its first official town council members only meeting. Do Wednesday. I have to bring my gavel? Oh, yes. yes. Absolutely. I think You're going to have to bring it. Here's the deal Wednesday, November 30th, from 4 to 6 30. That'll be festive. That's the day before Thanksgiving. Nope. The gavel to me is a little precious. Well, that's Joe. too bad. I don't care what I, you I, think. I would like to see you with a bigger, more manly gavel. It's taking place at Tattersall Distillery in River Falls, Wisconsin. You can join the entire crew for complimentary appetizers beginning at 4 with a live Garage Logic podcast to follow at 5 p.m. This event is only open to town council members plus one guest. Why are we uh, doing the podcast so late that day? I have a homemade wood hammer I can bring you. <laughs> yeah, why you don't want. you do that? It's it's made out of a 4x4 four four, uh, post, fence yeah. post. Town council members that wish to attend animal. should RSVP in the town council member platform at garagelogic.com. Yeah. If you're not a member and you want to be a part of this exclusive meeting, not a problem. Just sign up for the town council right now at garagelogic.com and then RSVP for the event. We'll see you on November 30th. The week after Thanksgiving at Tattersall in River Falls. Okay, so non-town council members will be getting that podcast a little later than usual. Right. Is that correct? Well, we I... We ain't doing two podcasts that day. Did you re- remember to put in the part about bring a guest? Town council he, members do have the chance yeah. to bring one guest Is there with a them. guest fee, like at a golf course? No. No. Oh. If Plus you're a town council free. member, you get to bring a guest. Plus one. So you're going to whip out that Panda Industries gavel, that cute little thing, and I'm going to pull out... I think you got me that. I'm going to pull out the biggest, most frightening gavel you have ever seen. Pardon me while I whip this out. 
It but will scare the men in the audience. The women will love me. It's but so you're not a mayor. Only a mayor right. can wield a gavel. As diminutive as it may be. You know, uh, you talked about doing the missionary work. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> nothing is better while you're doing the missionary work oh boy. than burning a candle that is not boring. When you are doing the, 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 the work, the hard work that you're supposed to do, whether it's in the garage, whether it's in the house, wherever you are, stop burning boring candles. Spiralite candles, they burn in a circular motion, and they have several different colors bring one and sets to choose from. I forgot to, oh. and that would have been the cherry on the ice cream. So huh? to speak. So to speak. So go to spiralitecandles.com. This was started in the garage. They have a garage-smelling candle. The Cylinder Index candle smells like your garage. So for the garage logician in your life... That'd be bad. A garage smell wouldn't be good for... When you're well, doing it missionary all depends. Work. It all depends what you're doing. And so when you're going to go somewhere for Thanksgiving, use that as a housewarming gift. Uh, holiday Christmas parties, Hanukkah parties, whatever the case may be, go to spiralightcandles.com. Start it in the garage. They are a garage logic family, and they have several choices for you to choose from. But you need to go to their website, spiralightcandles.com. This will be a great Christmas for you with all your gift giving. One-stop shopping, spiralightcandles.com. I just had to get that in because I haven't oh, been around I didn't for a know while. What we were doing. Well, here do I. I'm are just making in, in contact. Are you in a hurry? So I here to, last week. Are you in a hurry to get out of here or something? <laughs> what the hell are we doing? I don't know. Take a break. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, GLers, it's Reavers here, and you've heard me talk about my relationship with Josh Arnold for quite some time now. And the reason I advocate that you give Josh a call is simple. Well, actually, it's two reasons trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As he says, past results do not guarantee future returns. While that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. And you can trust Josh to make sure that you are not paying more in fees than you are selling in returns. Yes, that is more common than you would think. So do yourself a favor by booking a 48-minute free, yes, free consultation that has absolutely no obligation. Call Josh today at 952-925-5608. That number, once again, is 952-925-5608. You will be glad you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser. It's the end of the world as we know it. again. The Acoustic Storm. Will, the the will Dylan Logic be Podcast. in town November 30? Dylan will not be in town. He'll be leaving town later this uh, week. This that means weekend. you have to bring your guitar <coughs> okay. to Tattersall okay. and play by yourself. <coughs> really? Really? Excuse me. Uh, here's Kenny with uh, something. Dear Kenny, <laughs> your seafoam stories have been a little weak lately, so oh. I thought I'd share mine about a drive, a 25-mile uh, mile drive I made on an 80-year-old tractor that was running poorly. A couple years back, I bought a 39 Farmall, a tractor. A tractor so old it still had a hand crank start. It had been parked under a lean-to for a number of years, and while it was a runner, it didn't sound great. 25 miles away from my place, I decided instead of trailering at home, 
I do a running tune-up. Are you with me so far? I am. Uh, my wife brought me in our truck to pick it up and haul a couple of implements included in the deal back home. She took one look at it and said, there's no way that thing is making it 25 miles. I just smiled and said, see at home. I proceeded to dump in whatever old gas I had laying around in a full can of sea foam, cranked up the old farm all, and headed out. The wife decided to follow behind, I suppose, to smugly tell you uh, I told you so when it quit. As I drove along, the tractor popped and spit here and there, but it kept going. Every mile, it sounded better. By the time I hit my driveway, it was purring like an 81-year-old iron can. The Seafoam tune-up got a running back like she's supposed to. Thanks, Seafoam. Uh, and uh, you're welcome, sir. And you can pick this magic elixir up anywhere and everywhere on your way to pick up an old tractor. It's our own local company with a global reach and a wonderful, wonderful product in a world of bad gas. It's Seafoam. I have a fellow, I have a, a note from a fellow who wishes that his name uh, not be used because he's three years from retirement and works in Minneapolis, which he believes could be vindictive. <laughs> to his uh, retirement, uh, and it's a long email. He's writing about the election in the failed academy, but he notes, at the city of Minneapolis, I work in the public service building. I see almost daily equity and inclusion workshops that meet at night. They fill big rooms. Everybody sits around in a circle with everyone still wearing COVID masks. These are adults looking for acceptance, inclusion, and wanting to be accepted. They are also being re-educated that capitalism in America is bad. I think it is interesting. Signs are never put up announcing what the workshop is. It's like a secret cult. It's like aliens meeting in secret from the great 78 movie Body Snatchers. I think our great voting system is broken. While the city's tallest buildings are getting more and more populated every year, and with the education system spitting out Mysterian voters at an alarming rate, rural areas suffer. There is no balance. Our electoral college voting system can no longer balance that in presidential elections. The cities rule the country, and rural areas lose their voices with each passing year. Let me stop right there and note, this is absolutely true in Minnesota. Uh, the uh, DFL leadership is made up entirely of the urban center. And there was no nod given to any outstate um, DFLers. No. Uh, the cities rule the country and the rural areas lose their voices with each passing year. Rural areas are now held hostage to the cities. I have found myself fantasizing about moving to a red state or having a portion of America succeed from the union, secede. But unfortunately, we would never have enough votes to do this in the present system. Also, even in a red state, eventually the tallest buildings would eventually take control and outnumber rural areas. Look at election maps. Most states are red except the large cities. Oh, it's true. Uh, the map of the U.S. after an election is fascinating. Right. It's red except for every city. Right. To pinpoint, uh, to the pinpoint. They carry the state because of their growth. New cities popping up and growing, they become so plentiful that states are forever blue. No, states are not forever blue, but their election outcomes are. I hope my contribution makes sense. I, too, have accepted the failure and our fate. But even though we have lost, we can teach our kids to see other viewpoints. The conservative viewpoint, our value system, let them get all the information, teach history, and then let them decide their political viewpoints. I have done that with my four kids. They are well-adjusted, hard workers. They do see through the BS. They are our kids, and we owe them. We need at least to keep alive a dissenting conservative viewpoint we need to continue to push back. 
We owe our children that. Always pushing back. Please do not use my name. I, I do not need that. And if you make a mistake and use my name, which is about a 33% chance, <laughs> I can still live with that. I'm okay. a GLer who is not going to live in fear. No, see, I remembered. I didn't use it. Got it. Yeah. Well, he's right on. Well, he is. Among the things I don't understand, did anyone see the uh, David Muir interview of uh, Mike Pence? I did. Uh, called an exclusive. He had a bit of it on the 530 ABC News, which was, of course, was only to tease a 9 p.m. special in which, for an hour, uh, Muir interviewed Pence. And it's all it was all contrived, and it's all... Uh, a bit of synchronicity because uh, Pence has a book out today. Books mm, come out right. on Tuesdays, yep. and Pence has a book out today. So Pence, conveniently enough, uh, made himself available. And the only observation I had, I didn't watch the 9 o'clock special. I watched uh, the news uh, segment in which we saw Pence getting interviewed, and I, I just think that he might be the biggest panda bear I've ever come across in politics. He had a chance to take a stand uh, against that psychopath, and he did not. He did not take he a stand. He did not go for the uh, jugular, no, correct? he did not. But and you can say, well, he was being civil and charitable. No, he was, he was being very weak, I thought, very weak. See, I thought for Mike Pence, he didn't do great, but he did better. He did better than he has been in the past, where he hasn't given up anything, but I think he was he's inching closer to just finally having this chapter go away. He right. did but, last night. But there was one question he was asked where he could have shined, and that is, do you think Trump should run again? And he said, with great theatrical hesitation, yeah. biting his lip, and he said... Uh, that should be left up to the American people. Uh, okay, fine. But you're full of BS, pal. Uh, you, you let well, me it, down. It seems pretty obviously that he's afraid of yeah, the yeah. Trump base yep. and yep. afraid and of being called a rhino yeah. and uh, afraid of being, you know, what happened to, uh, what's her name in uh, Montana? Uh, Liz Cheney. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at, at this point. Wyoming. Wyoming. At this point, why? (laughs) Thank you, John. Start with the new Republicans. Don't just go with the January 6th Trumpers. Are there new ones? I'm hoping out of this there's going to be a different branch of the Republican Party that is making some sense and not listening to Donald Trump. If he announces that he's running, he'll officially ruin any chance whatsoever for there to be a legitimate Republican Party. I don't see how you can have a Republican Party dedicated to well, the values of the people of this country when it's led by a guy who only cares about himself. Go ahead, John. He may help if we, if you could, like you say, if you could get Republicans to fight back against that, against Donald Trump. Yes. He could help the Republican Party if he announces and people have the guts, like you said, Pence didn't. If, if Republicans would have the guts to say, well, no, we don't want the party to be this. We're going to do something else. But that, you know. That you had your chance. Way. You had yeah. your chance. You got your four years. Well, and that's what, I was, that's what I was waiting for Trump, to, for Pence, Pence to say. Pence. And, and he well, didn't say it. Maybe we're inching closer to that. Oh, no, and that, it, that was a pathetic performance by Pence. And if, he, and if he's trying to sell books, 
I sure as hell am not going to run out and buy his book. <laughs> I, don't care what he has in that. I don't care what he has in that book. <laughs> Isn't last Almighty. Tuesday proof that the Republican Party is pretty much non-existent? Yes. Yeah, yeah. and Kerry Lake went down in flames. I need help understanding that one. Why? Just the process of it. Why Why did it take so freaking long? I don't long? know the answer. You keep asking why it takes so long to count votes in Arizona. I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know if this car will make I it home. Don't I don't know. know. I don't know. Okay. Uh, in any event, Pence was among the things I don't understand. I, I would, you know, there's a time when you got to step forward and say, look, this guy is more trouble than he's worth. And you had your chance, and in, in, uh, again, particularly for a guy uh, wanting to sell a book, uh, you, you made me realize that that might be one of the last books I want to read. <laughs> not a lot to say? No, yeah. there's nothing to say. I don't think I've ever written a book, or excuse me, read a book by a politician. I've read a lot of Churchill stuff, but I don't think it was written by him. The, the reason I ask about Arizona is Katie Hobbs is the Secretary of State in Arizona. Is she also the one that oversaw? Yeah, and I, I wouldn't I have, argue I with you if you call that. that a conflict of interest. Well, shouldn't everyone have a problem with that? I, I guess. I, 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 I don't know what to tell you. I, I, uh, I find it, uh, I just find that there's no, the, well, I, I'll say it this way, and I've said it many times. I don't recognize the Democratic Party from years ago, and I don't recognize the Republican Party from years ago. Fair. It's, it's yeah. really come down to that. Uh, they're governed by the extremes on both sides. And I don't think that's going to work in the long term. And I don't know what the country's reaction will be if Trump says, I'm running again. Because I, Calvin and Hobbes, she ran on the same, she did the same thing Walls did. She didn't debate. She basically just... Chris, are you looking for malfeasance in the county? No, I'm just Hobbes. saying, I, I don't blame... Doing? Oh, sorry, what did I say? You said Calvin and Hobbes. Oh, my God. Whatever her name is. Katie. Calvin and Kate. Hobbes. It's a cartoon, isn't it? It's a funny. It's a cartoon. It's a funny, isn't it? It's a, it's a, it's a funny. great funny. one. Yeah. Kari, 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 Katie, Katie Hobbes. Katie Hobbs and Kari, Kari Lake. I guess I just don't see how anyone, if, if anyone had an issue with what took place in Arizona, I can't really blame them. Mm -hmm. Can well, you guys? It's not like she's counting the votes, Chris. She's not standing there But you don't the think that that's a conflict of interest, John? Yeah, I, well, yes, I think it's a conflict of interest. Okay. Yes. I guess that's yeah. my point. I it's... would have no problem with uh, saying that. Okay. Okay, GLers, I got all your EcoFund news. It's been clarified. You ready? Go. Okay. All electric bikes, 200 bucks off right now. In November and in December. All scooters, 100 to 500 off for the winter sale, plus free heated storage if needed. These are the lowest prices at EcoFund since before COVID. They've got over 100 youth ATVs and dirt bikes in stock, ready to wrap and put it under the tree. Free storage until Christmas on all youth products when you pay it up at f in full. Get what I mean? Gotcha. You pay it, you buy the present for the kid, they store it. You come out and get it for Christmas, boom, you shove it down the chimney. <laughs> the Rover 4C200CC EFI electric fuel injection golf cart, 1000 off. Woo! Sixty-two ninety-nine. That's got an LED light bar, fold-out windshield. Dang. They'll store them until spring for a hundred bucks. Okay. Because he's running out of room. He's got to get some dough here someplace. Right. right. You got uh, four. You got full-size ATVs. The LH three hundred CC 
with 2,000-pound winch and a 48-inch steel snowblade, that's $58.99. Great for plowing any suburban two- and three-car-wide driveways. You're going to never, you know what, never lift a shovel again. Again! And 0% interesting, uh, interest financing for one year on all products in stock. There's two stores, Forest Lake, right on 97, immediately west of 35E. Okay. And in Burnsville, off the service road of life near County Road 42 and 35W. It's EcoFun Motorsports. Great service, great people. Great deals now for Christmas, all through November and December. EcoFunMotorsports.com. All right, it is that time of year. Actually, it's always that time of year. If you're looking for brand new flooring, doesn't matter what season it is, it's Redmond's Flooring and Design in Anoka. For half a century, they have been open to the public, no appointments necessary, let them know you're a garage logician, and you wanted that fresh look in the kitchen. There's so many different options, so many different options for your a basement carpet for the living room, whether you want hardwood, whether you want carpet. They have all sorts of designers that can help you with that process. That's all you have to do. You go to their website, redmans.com, R-E-D-M-A-N-N-S.com. Poke around. Let them know that you're a garage logician. Mike and the whole crew over there has got all sorts of products. You can get a little taste online, but going to the showroom in Anoka, you're going to see everything. The carpet, the hardwood, the vinyl, the tile, the uh, luxury vinyl that's waterproof, it's all there. Their process, select it, imagine it, measure it, price it, then enjoy it. Five-step program that cannot lose. Redmonds.com, R-E-D-M-A-N-N-S.com. Pick up the phone if you have questions or you want to make an appointment. It's not necessary, but you can if you want. 763 316-3332, a Garage Logic business advertising on the Garage Logic podcast. Redmond's Flooring and Design. Get in touch with them today and let them know Rook sent you. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. John and Dylan Height on the Acoustic Storm on the Garage Logic Podcast. Uh, we've got Thank another great s- another yeah. great sale in progress right now from Rich at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. It's the Veterans Day sale. It's running through November 22nd. And in honor of our veterans, uh, MGLS is offering some special pricing on select USA safes. Uh, these are all, of course... Um, the best safes ever made. You know that already because uh, they're Liberty safes. Anyway, uh, the USA 50 Iwo Jima model, limited edition, that's on sale. The regular USA 50 and the USA 30. And like always, financing and professional delivery and installation is available. Liberty safes made in the United States. They have a transferable lifetime warranty and the best built safes on the planet. Good chance you're not going to need to use that warranty. If you do, it's there for you forever. Look them up on the web, Maple Grove Lock and Safe, then stop into the showroom, 6901 East Fish Lake Road, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and 24 hours a day on the website, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. Christopher. Joe, I have your answer. Uh, CBS locally will be carrying the 
Philadelphia Eagles and the Indianapolis Colts, followed by the Vikings game. They will not be carrying the Buffalo game locally. That's a shame because could get two feet of snow. So wait a minute. So we're playing the Cowboys on CBS. That means we're going to get the biased Tony Romo calling that game. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, but he's really good. Yeah, he is. He's not bad. He's, he's the best. He's not bad. They're no, all biased the to Viking fans. Come on. Every one of those announcers. Yeah, yeah they all hate him. <laughs> Can you blame them? Things I don't understand. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, Super 70 Sports had a great tweet about Taylor Heineke last night. Did you, I don't know if you guys saw it, but... I didn't. Uh, Troy or Joe Buck and Troy Aikman gave a three-and-a-half-hour back rub to Taylor Heineke, and he's still bleeping sucks. That's what they said. <laughs> that well, was pretty good. I did see a penalty called that gave Buffalo the game, and I'm convinced... Washington. Washington the game. And uh, these refs are trying to ruin football. Yep, they uh, are. Personal foul on Heineke. He took a knee. Right yeah. with very few, little time left. Anybody see this? I did. No. I saw. He that, took a yes. knee, and and the guys, and he got hit, but he got hit by guys who were trying not to hit him. Right. Trying not to hit. That him. should have been a flag that was not right. thrown. Right. It was thrown. The flag was thrown. The flag was thrown. That's what and, I'm, I'm sorry. And that personal foul was called on Washington. On and that gave On Philadelphia, I'm sorry. And that gave Washington the victory. We got that nailed. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Wow. Things we I don't understand. Three, three parts of that wrong, so well, everything's whatever. right. Are we straightened out now? I think straightened. so. Well, it makes everything right if three parts are wrong. Everything comes around. That's right. You just keep making a left-hand <laughs> turn. Eventually, you'll get Exactly. There. If yes. you just said what I just said, then you just said that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's what I said, rap. Things I don't understand. We have a 19 year old student in uh, New Hampshire who's uh, going to compete in the Miss New Hampshire contest. And of course, it's a first. The first trans first oh transgender. So first. And and this moron looks like a lineman for the Bengals. Ooh. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I can't be. I'm tired of this BS. Yeah. I'm not going to pretend that I think this is fine. I think it's a joke. This is a great big guy uh, with makeup on. And these woke fools at the failed academy, they elevate this nonsense to uh, he won mm. some damn contest uh, at the college that, that gets him into the Miss New Hampshire contest. Yep. And... You think he's doing it for publicity? That, is- there, there, it's a good point. Okay. There's always the hope that somebody like this is doing a bit. It's a double agent. You're a double agent going, watch what I do here. They're going to just suck Like right the guy it. in Canada, the teacher who's getting away with these giant inflatable fake cans as oh, a teacher. Right. Yeah. And he keeps being allowed to do it because they're so afraid of being insensitive. I, I'm praying that the guy's doing a bit. Okay. And that okay. someday he'll say, are you people out of your mind? Look what you just let Look me do here. what I just did for six months. Well, in any event, let's say this isn't a bit. Okay. Then you idiots at this failed academy in New Hampshire, was it the University of New Hampshire? Uh, you just uh, put this guy, He's a. he might as well be a lineman in the NFL, got a great big mug on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he, I can't take it. I mean, this is, I don't understand this. There was a. I understand why you you might want to be transgender. I don't understand why you're, why that means you should be named the winner. You're, you're, you're homelier than a mud fence. Yeah, I don't, it's not a good look. You know, if you're going to enter a, a contest, 
You need to be look worthy. Rook, much like the uh, the Joe Maurer photo, the team basketball picture. Yes, there was a piece that had accompanied this photo saying, "Guess which one is transgender uh, in the photo?" And it was very tough. Uh, like to, a sore thumb, huh? Correct. Yes. Like a sore thumb, stuck right out, so to speak. <laughs> you, you know what the these guy's are? name is Brian Nguyen. N G U Y E. E-N. Yun. What? Spell it again. N-G-U-Y-E-N. Quinn. 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 Brian Nguyen? Well, yeah, like Win. Win. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's it's pathetic is what it is. Well, okay? Is... It's just pathetic. It's a, it's a joke. It's another example of something you just don't really understand. Which uh, is your theme today. Uh... <laughs> He won the Miss Greater Dairy title, D-E-R-R-Y, okay, uh, in New Hampshire, and uh, that's set up by the Miss America organization. It welcomes contestants between 17 and 24, and they're based on their achievements, service, poise, and all that. So maybe this guy's a great achiever, and, and what have you. I don't know if he's got the unit cut off or not. I right. doubt it. Mm. I doubt it, especially if he's doing a bit. He hasn't. Uh, but no, you've just nominated a guy who could start at center or offensive tackle for the team, and and he's got the. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, you know, I I, I don't think. Well, I don't want to be. No, I do. Uh, the hell with it. Pageant work might not the be your with it. forte. Pageant work, Brian. The hell with these might people. Might not be your forte. Go bleep yourself. This yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah, this is not a. Who are the former Miss Dairy? And, and how, why else would he have won except that he's transgender, that supposedly? Is, that, that is the only reason. Because you you right. didn't nominate—did he cure cancer as a sideline project? I doubt then it. Then I nominate him. I'm looking up former uh, Miss Dairy contest winners. And, uh, and then he goes on to Miss New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Well, now you would think in a, in a world of sanity— he would lose at the Miss They're New Hampshire say, level. Yeah, you know, end of the line. Well, of the maybe, line maybe he won't. Because Miss America wants to be just as woke as any other organization. So maybe they're pining for a transgender winner. Mm. Maybe they're pining for it. Mm. Have there been any uh, comments or anything from the other contestants? Uh, I didn't look far enough. I'm sure there are. Uh, plus, the printer did a really bad job on that <laughs> damn thing. I oh, it cut it tends off, to happen. It cut yeah, off all the margins. The printer really and, doesn't like you, does it? But it really qualified under things I don't understand. It was, it's absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. And uh, uh, I don't even, uh, well, whatever. Well, so, why should beauty contests be any different than... The rest of what's going on in America, I mean, it, it's a big deal if you're the first to come Especially out. Especially at the failed academy level. In first in, in football or baseball or sports or yeah. polit, poly, uh, politics, uh, you know, as long as you're the first. It well, doesn't matter what the issues are or your brain power as long as you're the first. Yes, Ron? Well, I'm, okay, I'm at the dairynews.com uh, newspaper, and it says 18 contestants vie for Miss... Greater Dairy. Right. Uh, let me Isn't there a, a show called The Dairy Girls? Uh, that a I Netflix don't know. show called The Dairy Girls. I'll, it's I'll set look, in Ireland. I'll look that it's supposed up. to be pretty good. I haven't seen it. 
bought a bunch of girls in a Catholic grade school in hmm. Derry, Ireland. Okay. Anyway, what? I'm not finding out any uh, new information. So but I'm you see this stop. guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I was trying to find out Hard other, to miss him, isn't other it? winners. Yeah, it's this is... Uh, Actually, I'm, I'm seeing uh, the Derry Girls, D-A-I-R-Y, is a bar in Green Bay. Oh. There's a lot of it's bars a $20, in Green Bay. $20 uh, cover charge. There's a lot oh, of bars in Green one Bay. One of those bars. <laughs> is there really one called the Dairy Girls? Remember. Oh, you're making that up. <laughs> no touching the dancers. Well, She's see, nothing. I would, I would not have been surprised. Oh, yikes. $20 cover charge. <laughs> Come on in. Meet the girls. Right. Now approaching the stage. I do see an, a, a Twitter f- uh, a note from Brian here. Yeah, where he says this will be his, her, his, I, I, whatever his nomenclature would be. His would be his last uh, pageant. I, I've decided to take a break from pageants. Oh, okay. <laughs> you mean he's been was, in other ones? This was the decision I made, no matter what the result was tonight. Pageants will always be my first true love. But I know I want to grow and develop all my other loves. The day I come back to pageants will be the one when I know I have had a plethora of new knowledge and self-growth. Hmm. So apparently Brian's uh, opting out for it. You're a he. My name is Brian Quinn. I am 19 years old, and I'm currently a freshman at Nashaw Community College, majoring in business management. Wait till 3M gets a hold of you. I hope to use my degree so that I can create sustainable, ethical, and inclusive products such as clothing, cosmetics, and accessories. I want my foghorn back. Uh, my social no, I impact. I want it back today. My social impact initiative <laughs> is hashtag Queens Are Everywhere. It's a media movement that helps the next generation develop self-confidence, realize their potential and become the leaders of their destiny. This is done by spotlighting members of the community that have faced adversity and teach how they overcame it. I am excited to continue to grow this project and expanding it into in-person events and appearances. That's from, uh, it looks like an Instagram page. Well, all right. It's a crazy world. It's crazy from top to bottom. It's crazy in every single institution you can name. So will you please do yourself and your family a favor and have your affairs put in order? It's called an estate plan. Eckberg Lammers Law Firm has been doing it for 70 years. They're very good at it. And if you don't think you need one, uh, think again. We're all going to die, unfortunately, and we all have stuff. Don't let the word estate frighten you. You can have a small estate, a big estate. doesn't make any difference. You don't want it to fall into the hands of the courts. And they would decide how your family realizes your life. No, do it yourself. Uh, They all have stuff. We're all going to die. And if you don't have a plan in place, the courts will decide for you. The estate planning team at Eckberg Lammers, they not only do that, they handle a lot of family problems, transfers of property, Mm -hmm. for example. And I know for a fact that can be problematic. That needs to be handled legally and carefully, and then everybody's at peace in the family, right? You say, look, here's a piece of paper from Eckberg Lammers. We did this the right way. It helps out your Thanksgiving. Exactly. Having all your affairs in order. I knew you'd figure out a way to get food in there. (laughs) The estate planning team at Eckberg Lammers can help you make sure your estate will transition smoothly. And that's what you want and that's what you need. Make an appointment with Eckberg Lammers at 
651-439-2878. I don't care how old you are. Get this done. Or visit Eckberg Lammers at EckbergLammers.com. Okay, uh, you put it off, you put it off, you put it off. Uh, don't put it off any longer. You don't, I know it's snow, cold. Why didn't you get in touch with Kahuna Window Cleaning a long time ago? All right, I'm not going to rip you, but I is do. It, the uh, it is the season. It's the season right now where you want to get those holiday lights up. That's right, Kahuna Window Cleaning Service. They got so much stuff going on. I've been talking to you for a while about what they do here in the. Um, with the gutters, uh, with the windows, etc. But you know what you have to do right now? You need to do this. Get in touch with them. They will bring out... You know what? You want your lights to look good. I want my lights to look good. That's why Kahuna will be hanging my holiday lights this year. 612-888-5248. Get on their uh, schedule right now because they're filling up. It's late mid-November. What the heck is wrong with you? What's wrong with me? 612-888-5248. Yes, we're going to get to the springtime when they will do all the other services, but right now they're focusing on hanging holiday lights professionally, but more importantly, safely. Again, 612-888-5248, Kahuna Window Cleaning and Seasonal Services. See, that's the seasonal services come in. Go to kahunawindowcleaning.com, let them know you're a Garage Logic listener on the podcast, and they'll waive the trip charge. Get your lights done professionally with Kahuna Window Cleaning Services. Tell them that the Rook sent you. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Souchere. Oh. Crying cat there. That'd be it, huh? Wonderful. I I wish it wasn't, but that was (laughs) fantastic. Wonderful. How you guys can do that, I I don't understand. Here's John Height in the newsroom. Well, thank you, Joe. Uh, First, before I get to the news, let's talk about what uh, Dr. Dan says is Stillwater's best kept secret. I'm talking, of course, about Rivertown Medical Center in Stillwater. Right now, you can call there, schedule an appointment about those, those cranky knees. They give you a lot of trouble. You go up and down your steps. They hurt a little bit. You might work out at the gym. They hurt. You might just get constant nagging pain if you golf, you hunt, you bike. Whatever you're doing, any of your favorite physical activity bothering you, news, you've been trying to mask that pain, maybe numb it down a little bit. Yep. Well, Rivertown Medical Center and Dr. Dan have a better way. They'll find the root cause of that pain in your knees, and through their regenerative care for knees, take care of the pain with no prescription drugs or invasive surgeries. For a consultation, call 651-661-4311. That includes a complete exam, x-rays, and lots more. The complete exam, usually $299, but if you schedule it through the end of this month, November, you'll get all of that for $49. Take care of that nagging knee pain with a consultation and regenerative care from the Rivertown Medical Center in Stillwater. Call 651-661-4311 by the end of November. Usually $299. It'll cost you $49 for a consultation now. Rivertown Medical Center in Stillwater. 
in news, before I get to news, uh, Chris got me thinking here about this whole uh, Secretaries of State thing. It was okay. driving me nuts. So I've been researching. You guys probably noticed I was paying no attention to the show at all. Right. And, I did notice <laughs> that. Yeah. We just figured it was Tuesday. True. That's not true. Uh, apparently, this is quite common. And I actually found a piece of National Review, which is a very conservative uh, outlet, of course, where uh, it, it's very common. And in fact, uh, remember uh, four years ago, Brian Kemp and Stacey Abrams, uh, Brian Kemp was the Secretary of State watching over his own uh, gubernatorial bid against Stacey Abrams. And apparently there was some complaints about that, but uh, he stayed on in the job too. And as National Review points out, Secretary of State's always oversee their own reelections. So, What was Matson, Rook? Was he Secretary of State? No. Um, uh, he was... Auditor? I think he was auditor. I'm going to look. Yeah. In Minnesota? Comptroller. He was comptroller. Something like that. Yeah. Well, uh, Bob in, Manson was the, was it treasurer? Uh, he was the auditor or the treasurer? It must have been the auditor. No, because he, he, auditor's a big deal. Inspector General. Okay, hang on. Go ahead, John. He'll fight. Uh, Surgeon okay. General. The National Review piece also reports that Secretary of the State really, they don't do much. The football general. Yeah. Uh, Stop it, Getty. He was he served one term as Minnesota State Auditor from seventy five to seventy nine and was state treasurer from eighty three to eighty seven. Yeah. There you go. In news, Plymouth police are asking for help in finding two people who are suspected of being involved in a shooting that left a boy dead Monday. According to Plymouth police officers called to the 9700 block of 37th Place North just before 6 p.m. for a report of a shooting. When officers got there, they found a boy who had been shot inside of a vehicle. He was declared dead at the scene. His name and age have not yet been released. While police say they are looking for two people who may have been involved and left the scene, they did not immediately give a description of the two suspects or which direction they headed. Slick roads caused problems yesterday and into today, as a matter of fact, in the Twin Cities. A woman killed last night in a single car crash around 10.15 p.m. Happened on Interstate 35 ramp at Hiawatha Avenue when she lost control of her car. The car slid over a guardrail and into a bridge pillar, according to the state patrol. She has not been identified only as a 56-year-old woman from Minneapolis. State patrol reported hundreds of crashes throughout the day, 322 from 6 to 11 Monday and 244 from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Monday, making a statewide total of 566 crashes during typical uh, travel times. Those numbers, by the way, only represent areas where the state patrol has jurisdiction. It's likely many more happened on roads in individual cities. You know what? That's inexcusable. I, I, and I know why this is. Well, because people are don't drive well. Here's the Here's the magic number. If you drive at 40 miles an hour, you can control your vehicle even when it's slippery, slushy on those turns. It's when you're going 50 or 60 and you approach that little turn or you change lanes, that's when the car wiggles out of control. Mm -hmm. And I can guarantee if you're going 40, you're going to be fine. If you go nope, above 40, that's the number. That's, the number. that's my number that, that I've noticed in my right. research and development. What I saw yesterday were a lot of crashes at the end of ramps. That means people were uh, leaning into the throttle too much. Right. Uh, and then a lot of secondary wrecks where people would come up on slowdowns and they'd be going too fast, like you'd say, and then they'd hammer the brakes and then they'd go completely out of control and take two, three cars with them. Yesterday was not a difficult no. Uh, um, no, it should road have been to easy. drive on. Should have been easy. Yes. What, uh, what word did you just use? Difficult. Wiggle room? 
Women. Hey, buddy, how about us making us a deal? Yeah, I like her a lot. How much wiggle room we got on the price? Wiggle room? I'll show you wiggle room. Wiggle, wiggle, whoa. Wiggle, wiggle, whoa. Wiggle, wiggle, whoa. Wiggle, wiggle, whoa. Play the sound of the train crashing. I don't understand why that's funny. I entered that in because you loved that commercial. I don't get why that's funny. 15 years ago. That's not funny. That's dumb. It's irritating at best. What is it? The beater? Sorry. How about um, how about Let's this see. one? Wiggle, 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 wiggle. <laughs> that Pat? Yes. Yes, it city, is. City leaders Jesus in the same policy. Way to stop the show. Yeah. Chris, I feel I should say something bad about you now too, but I can't yeah, think of it. Join the crowd. City leaders in St. Paul say a boil water advisory issued Sunday afternoon for parts of the city and parts of Maplewood has been lifted. They lifted it just before 7 this morning. City officials say they worked with the Minnesota Department of Health to lift the advisory. It had been issued as a precaution. Officials said they did test the water and it showed no signs of contamination. Man, I'd, I'd want to see somebody else take the drink before me. Yeah. 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 What about yeah. that poop shower you took yesterday yeah, yeah. morning? Well, How'd yeah, that go no, for you? Go <laughs> the uh, state of Minnesota is set to get more than $8 million in the largest ever multi-state privacy settlement, according to the Attorney General's office. Yesterday, dozens of state attorneys generals announced a $391.5 million settlement with Google. Why? Well, because they kept tracking locations after people asked them not to. Under the terms of the settlement, 40 states will split the money. Minnesota gets about $8.2 million. The settlement also requires Google to be more transparent with consumers and provide key information to them about location tracking, collected data, and the way it's used. Well, who gets the money? I well, we're going to give it to the environment, environment, Joe. We're going to send it to the environment. At the G20 summit in Bali, Russia has been battling to prevent diplomatic isolation as its traditional allies, China and India, started to distance themselves from the war in Ukraine, which a draft communique said had caused untold economic damage to the world. Meanwhile, bomb strikes in Kiev today. The mayor there saying at least half the city is without electricity after the attacks. The mayor there saying emergency power will be used to try and restore electricity and i did not see this but you guys were saying during the break apparently uh, uh poland has been hit by a couple That's of russian the new missiles. headline on the drudge report is russian missiles hit poland too dead. Was that an accident i hope too not dead that. too dead i hope i hope that was an accident not, uh, break not glass a- smoke luckies the Biden administration will remain blocked from dispersing those student loan forgivenesses to millions of borrowers, at least while litigation against its policy plays out. Yesterday, a federal appeals court ruled to continue barring the White House from moving forward with the debt relief plan. The Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals blocked the Biden administration's plan to forgive at least $10,000 in federal student loans for most borrowers nationwide, despite the Biden administration asking any order against it be limited to just six states. The court ruled Education Secretary Miguel Cardona's universal suspension of both loan payments and interest on student loans would harm revenues for the Missouri Higher Education Loan Authority and thus impact the state's ability to fund public higher education. Wholesale prices increased less than expected in October, adding to hopes inflation is on the wane, according to the Bureau of Labor stats this morning. 
produce price index, a measure of the prices that companies get for finished goods in the market, rose 0.2% for the month. Dow Jones estimates called for a 0.4% increase. On a year-over-year basis, PPI rose 8% compared to 8.4% in September. Stocks were up this morning in early trading after the report. Cryptocurrency and politics, even before the spectacular collapse of the major cryptocurrency trading platform FTX last week, Republicans and Democrats were going to be in an awkward position regulating the industry, giving the tens of millions of dollars many lawmakers took from FTX's CEO, Sam Bankman-Fried, and his top lieutenant, Ryan Salame. But after FTX folded and with Bankman-Fried put under supervision by authorities in the Bahamas for potential fraud charges, lawmakers are in an even more uncomfortable position. Will they give the money back? Bankman-Fried personally gave more than $23 million to dozens of candidates and campaign organizations in both parties. While the vast majority of the CEO's donations were to Democrats, his lieutenant gave nearly $22 million to Republicans. Outside PACs associated with the two also spent heavily. Bankman-Fried's PAC spent over $23 million supporting Democrats. Salame's PAC spent over $12 million for Republicans. So far, uh, some of the politicians have said they will give the money to charity. Others are not saying what. I'm glad I didn't fall for that crypto BS. But it's meaningless. <laughs> this guy was running a scam. That's right. the difference. Right. There, was FTX what the umps had on their jerseys? Yes. Yes. Yep. So this corrupt well, this guy should crypto be in prison. deal yeah, was sponsoring Major League Baseball. Among a lot of things. Then they they had a couple of arena sponsorships as well, didn't they, Johnny? Hmm. I think so. The yeah. Miami Heats arena, I know, was sponsored mm-hmm. by FTX, and I think that there was another one. You didn't you in, invest in one of those things? A while ago, yes. How come you're not retired now? Um, it didn't, I, didn't work out for you, huh? No, I, I, I did benefit financially from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my kid did too, and he got out and made yeah. some money. His yeah. other business partner is still pretty heavy into it. You know, go bankrupt. Wow. You know what? They didn't do enough. They oh, didn't do enough vetting. Over that. Yeah, they, they didn't, didn't do enough vetting. vetting. Well, no, this guy was running a scheme. That's the difference between yeah, what he was doing enough. and then what. Well, Rick... Don't you consider crypto a scheme? Not entirely. No. Oh, okay, Chris. <laughs> I'm outraged by something I know absolutely nothing about. <laughs> I am. Well, that's, you know. What if that's it my job. You wouldn't have a show for Yeah, that. that's true. That's, uh, that's a good point. It's been the whole show so former, far. Former, former, that's former, what I do. Former President Trump expected to announce tonight he's running for president in 2024, marking his third bid for the White House. Uh, by the way, I didn't check, Joe. It doesn't look like the major networks are carrying it, but uh, obviously all the news channels are CNN, mm-hmm. Fox. What time is this cycle going on? Uh, it's uh, oh. 8 p.m. Central. 8 p.m. Central. Although I thought I saw last week 7 p.m. Maybe they changed it, or maybe one of them is wrong Whatever. that I read this Whatever. morning. The, uh, speaker, the announcement comes as uh, he's been hitting at it for months. It would come as the former president faces some criminal and civil investigations and as the Republican Party. His party is grappling with the worse-than-expected showing in the midterm elections. A lot of Trump-endorsed candidates did not do well, raising questions about his hold over the GOP. Uh, speaking of Trump-backed candidates who didn't win in that closely watched election in Arizona, Democrat Katie Hobbs elected Arizona governor. It was announced yesterday defeating an ally of Trump who falsely claimed the 2020 election was rigged and refused to say she'd accept the result of her race this year. That would be former television news anchor Carrie Lake. Lake tweeted after the call yesterday, Arizonans, no BS. 
when they see it. Play that uh, clip, please, if you can find it, if it's ready. The wiggle, uh, wiggle? No, of Trump saying uh, <laughs> it, I should get all the credit oh. if they win, and uh, but I don't want any credit. if I'll get no whatever yeah. uh, because I have a comment to make on that that maybe would help make my point. Can it, can it give, me a, can if, it give uh, me a second here? Because a sane person would say that as a joke. Uh, unfortunately, he means every word of it. Right. And which is a further indication that his uh, his thinking process is a bit uh, disturbed. All right. Maybe here, you haven't heard this quote. Yeah. Here you go, sir. Coming to you in three, two, one. Well, I think if they win, I should get all the credit. And if they lose, I should not be blamed at all. Okay. But it'll probably be just the opposite. See, a sane person would not say that. A sane yes. person would realize the the irony of that. A sane are, are person would sure? say that and then go, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, how that, yeah, yeah. what am I going to do? What am I going to yeah. tell you? You know, but there's no humor in it. No. So we're not sure? Uh, it seemed like that was a joke to me. No, he's not no, capable of a joke. He's never told a joke. joke in his life. Okay. Red paint. Yeah. You can't tell right. that. He'd have to write that down. Right. It's the best quality red paint ever. Yeah. It's yeah. the best yeah. red paint. Concert announcement. Pink. Will play her largest local show to date when she headlines Target. What are you in for? What are you in for? Royce will go. He likes pink. He likes pink. I like pink. She's got a good voice. Yeah. Yeah. Tickets at prices to be announced go on sale. Taylor Swift. 10 a.m. November 21st through Ticketmaster. Uh, Newly crowned Rock and Roll Hall of Famers Pat Benatar and Neil Giraldo are also on the bill. They open. Well, they don't open, but they're the uh, act right before pink. And they'll also be uh, with Group Love and Kid Cut Up. Unfortunately, uh, Brandy Carlisle has been named on some of the shows to open, but she will not be. Oh, boo hiss. That was my reaction. I would go if she was going to be opening up. Is this an outdoor event? Are you mad about her? Target Field. I love Brandy Carlisle. Target Field. Just pink the one that gets on the trapeze and all that stuff. Yes. I'll say. Who is she married to? Is that the go-go? Red. What's her name? No, she was married to the uh, Carrie Hart. The uh, yeah, the uh, X Carrie Games Hart. guy, Carrie Whatever. Hart. Who was the lead singer of the Go Go's? Belinda Carlisle. Belinda, Belinda Carlisle. Carlisle. Okay. Yeah. What is yeah. your favorite? Why did I know that? I don't know. That's pretty good. I'm testing you. What is your favorite Kid Hack song? What is the guy's name, Johnny? Kid Cut It. Never heard. Kid of Cut It. What's kid your Cuddy? favorite? Kim Cut It. Or Kid Cut Up. Kid Cut Up. Yeah. What's your favorite? Kid Cut Up. I I'm not familiar with Group Love and Kid Cut Up. Got Sorry. It. They'll be opening, though. There's pink. Uh, I wouldn't go across the street. She's got a good pink. voice. Yeah. And she's got an attitude. Okay, good. You you, know. I'll see you there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One other entertainment note. Yellowstone continues to dominate television with its new season just starting. What is that? Uh, this is... Bonanza with cell phones? No, it's almost like a... Uh, it's a fun. You, you really don't. They got Chinese cook. Hey, little John or little Joe or whatever the oh, hell yeah. their little name Joe. is. Yeah. Ingles. Hop Singh was the cook. Yeah, yeah they got a Hop Singh on there and a big there's fat no, brother. What's his there's name? There's no Hop Singh and no Hoss. 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 Yeah. It's actually pretty good. I like yeah. it a lot. It's Season Bonanza one, two, with a three with cell were excellent. No, it's it's set it's in current days. Daddy Joe. running off to the no, whorehouse once or twice a week. Yeah. It's not a yeah. cowboy show. I'll be back yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, they boys. wear hats in the whole it's, it's, it's set in current times. Johnny, isn't uh, Costner Jesus. making a uh, another like a what would you call it a spinoff? Well, it's not Costner's show. Oh, uh, it's the not. Fellow, the fellow who writes this, Taylor Sheridan, uh, already has done another show. We've talked about it. Uh, the one that was horribly depressing, uh, the 1883 show. 
really well done, but horribly depressing. And now I a tried new one with one, Har but... Harrison Ford and your gal, Joe, is in the other new one, 1929, I believe is the Who's name. Who's my gal? Uh, the British actress that you like. Uh, Margot Kidder. No, the older one, uh, you know. Oh, she's Helen Hunt? Judy Dench. No, no Ju uh, British. British. No, I know who you mean. I just can't think uh, of her name. Helen with the bosoms. Yeah. God, Helen God. somebody. That's her last Mirren. name. Mirren. Helen Mirren. 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 Yeah, naughty. with the magical Mirren. bosoms. Helen Mirren is naughty. Ford will be she in was. that, so he'll, he'll have three shows on it once. Well, she's basically. still dirty. Are they all prequels she's to Yellowstone? Dirty. They're all prequels to Yellowstone. That is correct. Huh. 1883 set up how the family actually got to the Montana Yellowstone area. Yeah. Horribly depressing. A lot of death at the end of yeah, stars. So of people you like in yeah. the show, yeah. And then so 1929, the crash. That that is not uh, aired yet. Uh, I no, wouldn't watch Costner drowned in a bathtub. Why? Costner's he, wonderful. He, he's he great on Yellowstone. At, him and who was oh. the jackass that read uh, ran the NRA? Uh, Heston, Chuck Heston. Charlton yeah. Heston. Neither one of those two can. Uh, Silent greatest people. These damn apes. Get your hands off me, you damn apes. Well, that's dirty, what it was. Dirty damn apes. Dirty damn I thought Roddy McDowell was very believable uh, ape. Yes, as an ape. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I like uh, I like Costner. I'm sorry, I can't. He's the worst actor that has ever offended. walked the earth. Seriously. Well, I, Tiny Tim was a better actor than him. Just to prove how much people disagree with you, Kenny, uh, this is the most watched cable series <laughs> this debut. Fifth season, usually they start going down. I can't ratings, help it right? if the public is morons. But what what show? I can't help it if Bonanza. the public is morons. <laughs> Yellowstone is great. <laughs> I don't know. I can't I'm help just it. Just not into it today. <laughs> Doesn't he have the the whoring daughter? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yellowstone. Yeah, she's um, she's a she's handful. Feisty. She's, she's feisty. a handful. Oh, she's you know what? Feisty as hell, she's a yeah. handful. Yeah. That's a great character. Yeah. 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 That's Bonanza with uh, modern it's clothing and technology. Mountain Dew drinking yep. Bonanza. Yep. It, again, as Chris said, a man talking about nothing he knows nothing about because he's probably never watched an episode. I've seen bits and pieces. You know, uh, the two brothers, pieces, yeah. the two, there's two brothers that are bad guys, the land developer kind of guys. And where I am right now in the series, it's about to go down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So where, Little where Joe. In the series? Uh, Hoss. Hoss. Hoss and Little Joe, yeah. Yep. And then Doc Jesus. Baker. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Chester in there with a wooden leg. <laughs> what about Ma Olson, Ma and Pa Harriet? Olson? Harriet? Yeah. yeah I didn't understand that pairing. Daughter uh, Nellie. You guys sound like idiots. So Never let's understood right that pairing. Shall we? Get other news. How you doing, Are there Chris? horses in Yellowstone? Do they have horses? Yeah, they oh, ride. Of course they do. They it's ride. Barbara Eden. Eden. my is, case. It's Bonanza. Is uh, Barbara Eden, I Dream of Jeannie, in, in this movie? She's the grandma. Oh. Bonanza is the first show I saw in color. Is this really? show in color or what? <laughs> Something wrong with the set? Um, do you think horses get songs stuck in their heads? I think yes. they do. Uh, in the in the show Yellowstone, they do ride horse. Well, that's uh, that's just bonanza. I mean, that's there's just a, modern. Most of them ride horse. There's a character named Rip in Yellowstone who's a great character. Yeah. Now, where's Big Valley figure oh, into good. this? Because the Stanwick, Big Valley. Stanwick was in that one. So, is this like Dallas? Maybe. Dallas? It's it's not quite Only as no soapy. Only no oil, it's cow. It's soapy. It's definitely soapy. Yeah. More like Knott's Landing. Yeah. No, yeah. not at all. Knott's Landing. Remember Knott's Landing? Page. Greg yeah. Sumner. Yeah. I know Naked much croquet. Joe I know much Joe. Wasn't Heather Locklear in one of those? It. You guys suck. Uh, that was... Uh, 
Heather Locklear was Hooker. in Knott's Landing, wasn't she? TJ, she was in, yeah, TJ with, Hooker. with Captain TJ Kirk. P.J. Fleck yeah. was in that. Yeah, that's before he rode the boat. Wow. Yeah, the love boat. All right, then. And the Fleck Tones. Let's move along, shall we? Meryl Stooping. From recent, what? Move on yeah, from Yeah, what? exactly. <laughs> can only go up from here. Huh? Most recent data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention shows over 7 in 10 U.S. adults age 20 and older are obese. Oh, I thought you were going to say drunk. <laughs> Problem is bigger in some states than others. West Virginia ranked the most overweight state, followed by Mississippi and Kentucky. It's based on several metrics. We're doing really well here in Minnesota. Uh, we are only the 46th most obese oh, that's out of the 51. Poor showing. That's terrible. Uh, that's a thinnest state, Hawaii. I that was in the story, wasn't it? I don't. No, know. I guess it wasn't. No, you're right. Jeez, I'm sorry. Um, boy, reporting isn't what it used to be. I don't no. have the thinnest state. Hmm. I just looked up all our local states. Huh. Everything else is in the middle. North Dakota, 26. Wisconsin, 28. South Dakota, 30th. Now I Wisconsin feel is that high up? Yeah, huh. 28th. Yeah. Find people fat. Well, Wisconsin. you'd think they'd be in the top five at least, but whatever. If you ever go on social media, you probably saw a video over the weekend of a Texas teacher saying some, uh, well, pretty, pretty oh, silly things about that, students. That was pretty bad to watch. I did not see this. He, uh, he has now been fired. Mm -hmm. uh, all of this happening after the video showed him telling students his race is superior. That's probably said, unwise. Yeah, he was talking to eighth graders, uh, mixed race. There was black kids, white kids, uh, Hispanic kids. And he said, deep down in my heart, I'm ethnocentric, which means I think my race is the superior race. The teacher said, I think everybody thinks that. The remark appeared to be directed at two black students. Some students challenged the teacher, one student saying, I'm not racist. I like all kinds of people. The teacher responded saying, I didn't say I didn't like people. Another response saying, wait, so you said you're a racist. And he again repeated, I think everybody's a racist at that level. Well, a pair of black students then told the teacher they had respected him before that, but they no longer had any respect for him. Uh, yesterday, the school announced that the teacher, who was not named, had been fired. The principal did not immediately return a request for comment, just saying as of Monday morning, November 14th, the teacher in question is no longer employed by Pflugerville ISD, and we are actively looking for a replacement. Thank you, John. Yes. Uh, the food fraud scandal is getting the overwhelming number of votes from GLers who are going on uh, AmericanExperiment.org and voting on the, uh, the Golden Turkey Awards. The Golden Turkey Awards are the awards given by the Center of American Experiment to the best waste of government money. And you can vote for food fraud or grants for self-love strippers and dancing in the dark. That was that was six grand grants to help Minnesota artists and culture bearers sustain their practice and stay relevant and connected to audiences. See we, you you paid for that. See you on that. You paid $1.3 million to the DNR for a program to get kids to go play outside. I don't want that. And you paid twenty grand to promote outrageous home remedies for COVID-19 when they were telling you, don't make a move, wear a mask, and don't leave your house. I fought it on my own. But these are the Golden Turkey Awards. That's just a fun event that the Center of the American Experiment does every year. They have, they're the original pushbackers in the state of Minnesota. With a great website newsletter, they have they have events. They bring in speakers. 
They publish a wonderful magazine. They're pushing back. They're the original pushbackers in the state of Minnesota. And boy, do they have their work cut out for them in this state. And right now you can go on uh, AmericanExperiment.org and, and vote for your favorite Golden Turkey Award. That's American Experiment. I don't know how you can't vote, not vote for the food fraud. I would vote for food That's fraud. That's number one. AmericanExperiment.org. Well, never a better time than to introduce our new friends at Slush Buster. That's right. Garage Logic would like to welcome our new partner, Slush Buster, who was invented by Dave Pounds right here in Burnsville, Minnesota. Dave got tired of all the corrosive slush that was rusting his cars and damaging his garage floor. And the broomstick and boot that was used to remove the slush, well, that just wasn't cutting it anymore. The Slush Buster, which is designed and assembled in Rogers, Minnesota, is the only device on the market that is specially designed to remove that slush. It's an American product. Absolutely, Joe. It will greatly reduce the slush that damages your vehicle and the garage floor, but it's also going to reduce ice formation that can cause slips and falls that can injure you and your family. Jailers, we know you take good care of your vehicles and your garage, and the Slush Buster will help with both. Invented right here in Minnesota, you can learn more at slushbuster.us. That's slushbuster.us. It's also available on Amazon. You can purchase them at the Wellna Ace Hardware in Robbinsdale, Minnesota, or any one of the 21 Frataloni's Ace Hardware, excuse me, Frataloni's Hardware and Garden Stores locations. It's the slushbuster.us is the website. Please place your order and tell them that you heard about them here on the Garage Logic podcast. One. And now, a man who has never had a relationship with a tree, Joe Souchere. light bulb right the heights play guitar that's right yeah. that's right sounds that's pretty good it sounds pretty good thank you kenny i sharpen knives or yeah. clean firearms or that's drive a truck knife. that's that's sharpen what knife. i do when i have time to kill right uh speaking of firearms dk mags they can get you outfitted and out a field um with any firearm you fancy including muzzle loaders and supplies Firearms deer season over in Minnesota, but we still have that muzzle loader season coming up in a couple of weeks. And I know Wisconsin's opener is uh, coming right around the corner here. And I, I hear tell that the snow geese are blasting through the Dakotas right now. So there's still opportunities to take the field. And if you need ammo of any kind, um, even muzzle loader sabots or, or anything else for personal defense firearms, Pop into DK Mags. They can get you outfitted and back on the road in no time. Great selection, fair prices, a fantastic, wonderful staff. And that's for both Monticello Pawn and Gun and DK Mags up on Old 8 New Brighton. Check them out. You'll see everything on the website, dkmags.com. Only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park in Umpumalanga, South Africa, from the Traveling Lymans at Worldwide Waftage. Com. It was on this day. Joe, today is November 15th. The month is half over. It's a very interesting this day in history. Okay. 
On this day in 1851, Montezuma was founded by Oren Smith, a steamboat captain. The town is more recognizable today by its present name, which is what, fellas? A Stillwater. No, but Steamboat uh, is a clue. Steamboat Mo- Springs. No. Steamboat in, in Minnesota. Steamboat Hollow. No. Steamboat Days is in Carver, steamboat Minnesota. Steamboat Willie. No, it's not, not Steamboat uh, Willie. Red Wing. Red You're Wing. getting closer. Hastings. Oh. Winona. 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 Winona was founded as Montezuma. Hmm. Huh. Isn't that something? Huh? Is that where Montezuma's revenge Could originated? Oh, on this day in eighteen, in this day, on this day, <laughs> in eighteen sixty-six, Pilgrim Baptist Church was formally organized. The African American congregation granted mission status by the First Baptist Church of Saint Paul uh, met at various residences for a number of years before constructing it, constructing it, constructing a church at 13th and Cedar Streets in St. Paul. Robert Hickman was ordained 11 years later and became the congressions, the congregations, <laughs> God <laughs> almighty, <laughs> official pastor. Oh. And I find this one terribly interesting as well. On this day in 1880, November 15th, a fire at the St. Peter State Hospital, later renamed the St. Peter Regional Treatment Center, a mental asylum, killed between 10 and 15 inmates. The first mental institution in the state, the asylum, had opened on December 6, 1866. I've got a couple of points to make about this. Yeah, I have one. How do you you not know how many died? Thank you. That was my question. What do you mean killed between 10 and 15? Let's get a number here. Plus... You're not calling it by the original name, the original name being uh, just simply the Twitch Farm. Okay, well, that's my second question. You know, back in 1866, when this place originally opened, uh, we didn't really have the rules of society in place that we have today. Is that a fair statement? No, they'd beat them with rubber hoses. So people were acting nuts. So how nuts did you have to be in 1866 when they figured they better open a Twitch house? Well, Trump, I mean, you had to Trump be really nuts. nuts. Yeah. To uh, wow. to in 1866, they said we need a nut house, and that because people were basically goofy anyway. You're bugging me, pal. We need to put you away somewhere. Uh, of course, today we're far more sensitive about these issues. And we are. It's uh, it's now called they're a, called uh, ableist slur. It's called uh, memory care and things like that. No, that would be for. Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's. yeah. Right. It's different. Yeah. That's a different yeah. deal. All's I got are these Heimers. Mm-hmm. December 6th. Okay, thank you very much. Well, that's a perfect segue into the email I'd like to share oh, with you very wonderful. quickly. I think you guys would enjoy this one. It comes to us from Brian. I don't believe Brian is a Garage Logic Town Council member. Well, he should be. <clears throat> well, you'd be ju- the judge of this based on the email. Subject line, what's your problem? Question mark. Oh, here we go. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. <laughs> Why do you keep slandering Herschel Walker? He is a good man, a conservative. He's pro-life, pro-America, pro-family, pro-Second Amendment, pro-police, pro-law and order, pro-strong borders, pro-Constitution, pro-fiscal responsibility. He's anti-woke, anti-BLM, anti-whites are racist, anti-defund the police, anti-open borders, anti-school indoctrination, anti-trans teaching to children. Anti-men's in women's locker rooms, anti-men in sports, sounds pretty sane to me. 
If you don't believe me, listen listen to Ted Cruz's interview with him on his Verdict podcast. Unless you can back it up with facts, after all, you claim to be fact-based. Stop saying he's stupid or brain-damaged. I expect better of the mayor. He's a good man and deserves better. So put up or shut up. I I don't know where to begin. Uh, Number one, one, uh, Herschel didn't come up today. Right. Or recently. Uh, Number two... For a pro-life guy, he's uh, yeah. he's been involved in a lot of controversy. Well, can I steal Air, Bill Maher's great line about his opening rant about Herschel Walker? He's visibly stupid? No, uh, he's pro-family, just not his. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen wow. Bill Maher's rant on Herschel Walker, it's spectacular. I don't watch Bill Maher. I'm not. I'm, he's. I'm kind of. He's pretty good. You know, my no, fear no, about Herschel not. is that he seriously. He played NFL football. He's probably got CTE. All right, I'm going to respond to Brian's email on behalf of all of us with noted. Noted. <laughs> but we've had other pro football players serve in office, right? Jack Kemp. Sure. Yep. Uh, Wasn't Steve Largent a politician for a while? I don't. Who was oh, the Navy quarterback? That was a guitar player. Dallas? Roger Staubach. Roger Staubach. Did, yep. did he have public? Did he hold public office? Largent. Well, in any event, I think Herschel got hit on the head too often. I really do. Uh, you can't hold as many contradictory positions as he does without some sort of uh, something happening to his noggin over the years. A member of the Republican Party, Steve Largent served in the U.S. House of Representatives for Oklahoma's 1st Congressional District from 1994 to 2002. He was also the Republican nominee for the 2002 Oklahoma gubernatorial election. Hmm. Well, don't don't forget Matt Burke ran for Man, Bur- governor this year. Oh, yes, and, but Jesus got defeated in his first fight, too, with Barabbas. <laughs> Barabbas won. Barabbas won, Matt Burke zero. Yeah, Pilot wasn't a very good secretary of Matt, state. Matt, God one. love you. That one was a little bit over the top. <laughs> right. And uh, but what do you know? Uh, hey, Scott Jensen at least hasn't denied losing. That's I, true. I predicted no Republican in the state of Minnesota who lost was going to pull that denier that's trick. True. Yeah. None and of none of them did. did. None, none of them, them did. did. And all of them and lost. And that's a salute to their character. <laughs> and that's right. Yeah. And don't forget, if you'd like to see more of this hijinks in person, uh, sign up for the Garage Logic Town Council because we're going to have our very first. Official town council members only meeting Wednesday, November 30th. That's the week after Thanksgiving from 4 to 6 30 p.m. at Tattersall Distillery in River Falls, Wisconsin. Okay, is that downtown River Falls? I don't know of its location, but I can, Wait, will give you the exact It's on a spot. Wednesday? Wednesday evening. Yeah, Kenny. Wednesday evening. Oh. Yep. Okay. Ooh. You can join the Garage Logic Ooh. crew for complimentary appetizers beginning at 4 p.m. I wonder what we're having. With a Garage Logic podcast to follow <laughs> yeah, at have 5. A pickle here. The event is only open to town council members and their guest, one guest per member. Members, and the town council member does not have to pay a guest fee. No. Yeah. No. Members who wish to attend need to RSVP in the town council member platform at garagelogic.com. If you're not a member and want to be at this exclusive and official meeting, not a problem. Just sign up right now for the town council at garagelogic.com. And then don't forget to RSVP for the event. We will see you November 30th at Tattersall in River Falls. If I'm correct, it sounds like Such and the uh, CP are going to be playing Married Forever. (gasps) Is that right? That is not going to happen. Fascinating. Oh, Wouldn't that's that be fun? not going to happen. You that would, would sit fun. there and not say one I'm, word. I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> Just like you're sitting now with your arms folded, not it. saying I'm a not word. S-
Don't, that's not going to happen. Can we at Did least bring guys, her up on stage for a few minutes? No. no. CP, your uh, thoughts, and let her go. <laughs> Did you, guys, did you guys know that Wizard White, the Supreme Court Justice, played in the NFL? I never knew that. I did not. Wasn't Back in the he, leather helmet days? Yes, he was uh, the highest paid player in the NFL. Wasn't he, in, he was in Diamonds Forever, right? Uh, you're thinking of Mr. White. Yeah, what was his name? I Mr. don't White. know. I don't know Mr. White's name. Uh, social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Sign up for the YouTube channel. Subscribe. We're posting some good stuff. Oh, yeah. It's all there for you. Ellen Page. Oh, yeah. It is time once again to check in with our guy, Mr. Money Talk. Josh Arnold is on the line with us once again here in Garage Logic, and now's the time for you to do the same and pick up the phone and make that call for that free 48-minute financial consultation by dialing 952-925-5608. That number once again is 952-925-5608. You call that number and you get Josh, and you're always going to get straight talk. You're never going to get sugar-coated advice. And Josh is on the line with us once again here in Garage Logic and boy, Josh, you didn't tell me so, but boy, did you tell me so. I certainly did. Well, Chris, you know, I might not be the brightest bulb on the planet. I might be having a very difficult year in terms of returns in the market, and that would mean my clients are having a difficult year in the market. And most of that difficulty has been caused by the Federal Reserve's policy of continuing to raise interest rates, short-term interest rates, and do so on a very aggressive manner, and at the same time, do quantitative tightening, selling off bonds in their bond portfolio. This has raised both short-term and longer-term interest rates short-term from near zero to 4%, and longer-term rates from about 25 or 3%, depending on the bond, to close to 4%. This has slowed the economy as the Fed has trying to engineer a soft landing to rid the economy of inflation that had numerous causes. But I happen to focus first on the price of oil rising significantly in the last year from $55 a barrel to $85 a barrel. That was before the Russians invaded the Ukraine. Secondarily, on the supply chain, that pushed up demand for a lot of products with limited supply, therefore raising prices. I believed well over a year ago that this would be transitory. The commodity prices would start coming down almost naturally as the supply chain slowly reopened. That has happened. I also believed a year ago that wage growth would not would not stop, particularly as mandated minimum wages went from ten or twelve dollars an hour depending on state to fifteen dollars an hour. That's inflationary. And we still had huge demand for housing, whether it be apartments or houses, and not enough supply. So housing prices or equivalent rents would go up. No matter what the Fed is going to do, they want to reduce demand or have demand destruction, did not want to encourage 
uh, more supply. Well, demanding supply is more of a fiscal issue, not a monetary issue. And I did say that real-time data was showing that inflation, particularly in commodities, particularly related to the supply chain, was coming down. And that started coming down in May and June. The Fed said, no, nope, we got to keep raising interest rates because we haven't seen it in the data. Well, the real-time data was indicating inflation was coming down. And finally, the data that the Fed has been waiting for showed it last week in the CPI report, which jumped the stock market last Thursday over jumped the Dow over a thousand points. And then this morning, the producer price index showed inflation coming down in the producer prices. Lo and behold, the uh, stock market measured by the Dow took a big, big jump again today. Bond prices also moved up, meaning yields started going down. Bond prices and I have emphasized this all year. Bond prices move inversely to interest rates. Interest rates up, bond prices coming down. And in order for bond prices to move up significantly or at least get back to where they were at the beginning of the year, interest rates are going to have to fall significantly. And as, as interest rates are falling significantly, that would be a boost to growth stocks, which I can tend to favor. Now, many of the companies that I tend to favor are having some issues, notably Amazon. When it reported uh, earnings a few weeks ago, its guidance was below what analysts expected. And given the, the amount of money that Amazon generates with their revenue, I think it's very difficult to get double-digit growth there. Amazon also did not meet analyst expectations for growth in AWS, but they have a big backlog. Current price at $100 a share to me seems cheap when measured on a price-to-sales basis, not necessarily on a price-to-earnings basis. Favorite Apple? Well, they've had some supply issues dealing with demand for their high-end phones uh, can't be met, and that's due to their, you know, some issues related to COVID policies in China and one of their manufacturing plants. To me, that demand delayed, not destroyed. I still like Apple. But with interest rates coming down, you know, some of the faster growing companies are starting to move up. And in particular, some of the semiconductor names, which have been really hurt as demand seems to have fallen off, have taken a nice jump over the past few weeks. Maybe that demand is not disappearing. Heck, semiconductors are still needed in just about everything. They got another boost last night when Berkshire Hathaway released its, its 13F filing or with what they had been buying or selling in the last quarter, showing a big accumulation of Taiwan Semiconductor. That gave that a nice boost. In terms of retail names, which are reporting this week, with Walmart and Home Depot reporting today, both beat the street. Walmart did guide up. Their same-store sales were up, and they initiated a $20 billion share buyback. That stock is up $10 a share. Home Depot reported they beat, but only affirmed guidance. That got mixed reviews. This week, we still have Target, Costco, TJ Maxx, Whole stores, which I would avoid, also report, plus Cisco and NVIDIA, another major semi-name. We'll talk more about them later this week. Excellent report, Mr. Money Talk. You heard him, GLers. Now's the time for you to pick up the phone and make the call for that free 48-minute financial consultation. 
by dialing 952-925-5608, where you're always going to get straight talk. You're never going to get sugar-coated advice. Josh, once again, thank you so much for the time and the chat. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk to you again on Thursday. Look forward to it. Thanks, Chris. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser.